All right, I'm going to do some of my so-called comedy in this episode. In this comedy, it's in, I don't know if it's in bad taste, but it's going to be gross. It's going to have some cussing. And I don't know what my listeners are like. Maybe they don't care, so maybe this is stupid. But basically, if you don't like cussing, if you don't like grossness, uh, I'm telling you now, you want to turn this off. And so, you know, you always say that, and then people always, they keep listening because they, they want it, you know, whatever. They get intrigued. And this time, that's not what I want. So basically, turn it off now, because I'm going to say the F word here in a few seconds. I'm just going to say it, I don't know, let's say four times. And so there's nothing intriguing about that. You can just stop the podcast right now. You know, you don't want to hear the F word, just stop the podcast right now. All right, uh, whatever. You have you have been warned, so fuck, 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 fuck. Well, I wanted to say it five times for some reason, but there you go, four times. That makes me think. I have a little dog, and some, sometimes I'll kind of I'll beat him like a drum. I mean, not hard. He's little. But I'll beat him like a drum, and whenever I, like, count how many little drum beats I give to him, it always ends up in an odd number. Like, you don't go, da-do, da-do. You go, do-do-do, do-do-do, do-do-do. And I don't know why he loves it, but he does. All right, so... Things are about to get a little blue on the Anti-Woke Podcast. So I grew up poor. I didn't grow up like your average poor person. Uh, like my parents are incredibly smart people. And basically they chose to be poor to my everlasting regret. I guess that, that was like being woke, but back in the 70s. But so a toy that I had when I was a little kid uh, was a sandbox. It's a good toy for a little kid. You know, it's a it's big. I think it's a toy. It's a large toy. And I think when I was a little kid, I mean, I'm talking little, uh, I loved that little sandbox. And so did our three house cats. So there's this theory, I think it's kind of true, that like your guts are kind of part of your nervous system, you know, like almost like they're part of your brain. And I forget exactly what the evidence for that is, but, uh, if your gut is like a brain, like a little brain, you know like those dinosaurs, they had like a, they're so long, they had like a normal brain, and then they had like a little brain at the end of their tail or something to, whatever, help out. Well, anyways, I just wish, I wish the gut was smarter or easier to control. And the reason why I think that is like, sometimes you really gotta go, you know, you like all of a sudden you're like, oh no, I got, you know, I gotta go. And I ain't talking about number one, and I'm talking number two. And so you just start waddling yourself as fast as you possibly can towards the nearest uh, toilet. And it kind of doesn't matter. Like, you know, say the nearest toilet is five minutes away, or say it's one minute away, the same thing happens. You waddle, 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 waddle your way there. You throw off your clothing that you need to get out of the way as fast as possible. Like, I wear overalls, so I mean, you know, I mean, you just... One strap, two strap, I mean, if you're going crazy. You, you got a sweater over your overalls. I mean, you're going ape shit. And, you know, you, 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 you get down and you sit on the throne and your guts are like just a fraction of the second faster than you sit. Like, you know, your butt is not quite firmly planted and you are already doing your business. But like I say, you know, five minutes of waddling or one minute of waddling, it's just like, hey, guts, just, you know, just give me, give me 10 seconds. Give me 10 seconds. However long you're going to give me, just give me 10 extra seconds so I can relax. But your dumbass guts don't do it. And if you're one of my younger listeners and you don't know what I'm talking about, 
it's coming. So like hopefully, you know, 30 years from now when you're waddling as fast as you possibly can, uh, hope you remember listening to this podcast and, uh, you know, you can laugh while you're doing it. So I've got a certain set of stories that I tell. I mean, I don't know how many stories I got from my life, maybe, maybe a hundred of them. And it's like, you know, did I tell this friend that story or did I tell that friend that story? Like, you don't want to tell someone the same story twice, but you do want to use up your stories, you know, for everyone. And so I don't, you know, I, I can't remember, did I tell a friend the story or did I tell my podcast a story? But anyways, here's a story related to what I was talking about. Me and some friends were driving on a long drive, a road trip almost, and my friends were older. They were older friends, I think... My one friend, I think he was like 70, 70 years old about at the time. And we're on the freeway, and it's starting to get few and far between, um, you know, re- not even rest stops, but just anything, just anything. Few and far between towns, rest areas, anything. And all of a sudden, he's like, oh, my God, I got to go. And so we get, I don't know, however many miles, you know, five, ten miles down the road, we find a, we find a stop for a gas station. He's making it that far. He's whatever. He doesn't, you know, he's turning a little green in the gills, but he, we've made it this far. We pull up to the uh, gas station and stop, and he just he just runs out of the car. He just runs out of the car. And maybe ten minutes later, you know, he, the, ba- the bathroom was outside. So he runs out of the car, goes to the outdoor restroom, and then about ten minutes later, he's heading back towards the car, like, we didn't need gas or nothing. And he's got his underwear soaking wet in his hands. So he tells us that, you know, he, he ran in there. He, whatever, he almost made it. He almost made it. But, you know, his dumb guts started a few seconds too early. And apparently, not only did he spray his underwear, but he sprayed, like, you know, the toilet and the walls. And he's like, well, you know, I... I washed my underwear in the sink and I, and I rang him out. And about this time, like the gas station attendant comes up and he starts telling him like, oh, you know, I, I, I'm sorry, man. I really had to go. Uh, I kind of messed up your, your toilet or sorry, your bathroom. And the gas station attendant is like, oh, that's okay, man. You know, that happens. We just take care of it. And then me and the other passenger are like, we're just looking at him, kind of, you know, yelling at him at the quietest level you can yell, like, throw your underwear in the trash and let's get the hell out of here and he's kind of like well you know this guy doesn't know how bad it is and we're like we don't care throw your underwear in the trash and let's get the hell out of here and uh i think it dawned on him that was the correct decision so that's what he did and that's what we did all right we're talking gross but funny stuff so that makes me think of a time i used to work at a movie theater when i was a teenager I was an usher, so basically my job was to keep the theater clean. You basically just would wait. It was a multiplex. So when the movie would let out, you would go in there and you'd pick up all the popcorn tubs that people left and you had like a little sweeper and a handheld or a dustpan with a handle and you'd sweep up all the pop popcorn. You know, I would clean the theater. And so anyways, I'm just, what you do is you would stand, the so the movie would end and then people would start streaming out of the, the doors to leave. And so you would just stand there and you would wait till all the people left or, you know, or until the flow got a lot, a lot slower so you could go in. 
And so just while I'm standing there, like this couple comes up to me and I mean, this is, this is gross. I warned you, I warned you at the beginning, but uh, I think it was the lady. She's like, the guy sitting next to us was jacking off. You know, and in my mind, I'm like, well, that's gross. But anyways, I said to her, well, you know, why, why don't you show me where you and he was sitting? And so we went in, she showed us where she sat and where he sat next to her. I mean, it makes you wonder. I mean, she finished the whole movie, but whatever. But I thanked them and long story short, I didn't clean up like within five aisles of that freaking spot. So this is going to be, uh, whatever. There's just going to be a bunch of cuss words for no reason, just because it's funny. So if you don't like that kind of stuff, stop now. But when I was in my early 20s, one of my favorite movies was Dazed and Confused. Me and a buddy used to just watch that movie over and over and over. And I recently watched it, uh, anyways. It didn't hold up quite as good. I mean, it's still a good movie. If you've never seen it, it's a good movie. But it doesn't, uh... I don't feel the urge to watch it over and over and over again anymore. But as a reminder, it takes place in 1976 at a high school in Texas on the last day of school and then shenanigans ensue. And they have like an end of year kegger party, you know, a party with kegs of beer. And a couple of the characters, there's like this kind of, a, there's like a bully, like a tough guy bully. And then there's kind of a nerd guy. And I think the, the nerd guy has, like, been fed up with the guy kind of bullying him. Like, not you know, not too hard, but just, you know, disrespecting him, I think, for a long time. And he's like, the nerd is like, I'm going to, whatever, I'm going to, this is the last day. This is my last chance to uh, be a man and get some respect. And so he, like, goes up to the bully and maybe he's starting to make his feelings known. And the bully has a great line. The bully's drinking beer from one of those red Solo cups, I think, and he's like, I came here to do two things, drink some beer and kick some ass, and it looks like we're about out of beer. And so all that lead up is, it made me think of a, a funnier thing that he could have said, which would be, I came here to do two things, eat some pussy and suck some dick, and it looks like we're about out of pussy. All right, Twitter handle at Religion of Woke. Thanks for listening.